the industry needs to start being somehow regulated. I don't know who's going to take ownership. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what are the steps. I have no clue, but I'm just saying that having more of those conversations, and I think we have a few episodes about it already about you know the education and the certification and your skill set and stuff like this and now we're talking about the titles and it still comes back to the topic and and the ta- and the fact that industry is not regulated and that causes all this mess Hello, everyone. Welcome on the next episode of Honest UX Talks. We are excited to have you back. In this episode, we are going to talk about UX design titles and roles, the topic that makes everybody confused, uh, ask a lot of questions about who should I be, where should I go, what should I do? <laughs> like this topic is a huge mess and confusion on the market. So we decided to pick it up and try to kind of discuss what do we think about all those titles and try to even understand um our interpretation of those titles because as we all know ux design is not regulated um industry yet and so that means that there is a lot of mess there is a lot of um new titles new things new roles new interpretations going on in the market and that makes it all more complex more confusing build up on that things over and over again so i guess bear with us because this is not something that we figured out and there is no workbook that explains it all there is no specific i don't know wikipedia where you open and it's all written there what does each design title mean but we will try to just discuss what do we think about all those different titles and how do we interpret those but before we get started with that topic ioana Good morning, and how are you doing? <laughs> how was your last week? Good morning, good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Um, hi, I'm Fisa. I'm really happy to hear you again, because, uh, yeah, I actually didn't have, like, the best week. I had, I, I don't know, I felt really low on energy. I wasn't very motivated. I wasn't very productive. I have a lot of things to do somehow, even though I'm on maternity leave, but I'm still working on different uh, personal projects. And so, yeah, I didn't feel like I'm I'm as energetic as I normally am. And probably it had something to do with my father getting COVID and being quite sick from it. And so, yeah, it was, I don't know, it wasn't the best week. And some weeks are like this and it's okay. I don't have many interesting things to say <laughs> uh, as per how my last week went. And I'm really, I'm excited to actually hear how your week went. <laughs> Because uh, I want to see people who are were actually productive. Maybe you are. <laughs> hmm, people who are productive. <laughs> Let me look around. <laughs> um, no, I think we're 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 sharing the same. I don't know, like karma or something. Because my week was also not so productive, and and, and that's all right. Just like you said. Um, but the good thing is, I've started this um, rebranding um, on Instagram. Just like like I told you, I think one or two episodes ago. I don't remember if I talked about it already. But yeah, we just started it out, and uh, it's interesting to <laughs> to be back. It's interesting. It definitely takes me much more time right now to be online and be present to try to. Uh, reply everybody and try to post consistently and even though we have a build a pipeline of posts now it's like with any better product right you put it out there you see the reaction you see what works what doesn't work so even though we have planned everything in advance i now need to adjust because i can see that okay some of the topics were too specific too niche they don't work i need to redo 
even like, I don't know, three topics uh, because they were planned, but I see that, okay, this is not an interesting topic right now or not a painful topic that I want to cover or people need to read about. So you can kind of get a vibe from the response, how it is going, what what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. It's a puzzle game. And um, yeah, it, it's a definitely an interesting learning journey. For example, in like it's been exactly one week and maybe two more days after we started posting it. And I've learned that three topics that we were planning are not actual. So we had to put down like two posts, but instead I, I would have to um, sit at night and try to recreate a few more posts. So it's like, again, it's not as simple as you put it, you planned it, it's on the calendar, you go, right? You still want to learn from it. And it's interesting because you have this analytics and it's cool and it's still a playful process, but it takes, definitely takes some adjustments. And yeah, I think if our weeks were not so exciting and there's nothing much to talk about, let's just get into the topic today. So we don't waste our listeners' time and just try to discuss something that is more interesting, I hope. <laughs> okay, so Ivana, I have one big question for you. And I think this is a very boring question everybody asks ask about it. I'm pretty sure they ask you about it too. I have a lot of those questions in the DM. And, um, and yeah, the first question is, what in your opinion is the difference between UX designer and the product designer? And I'm talking particularly about the title, not the, uh, let's say, market definition, but really the, the roles, the titles, the person in the team that holds the title UX designer, product design. Do you think there is a difference between those two roles? Is there nuances we need to talk about? Or is it actually the same thing, but just somehow evolved and deinterpreted? <laughs> What's your intake? My opinion is that um, it's very company specific. So I think that the definition and it's the same with any design role. So the UX designer can mean one set of responsibilities or a particular job description in one company and a completely different thing, maybe not completely, but a significantly different thing in another company. And I also believe that uh, it, it also matters not only um, uh, it, so it's dependent on the type of company and also on the size of the company. So a uh, UX designer or a product designer in a small company, in a startup, will have to wear different hats and do all sorts of things and be more. Whereas in a bigger company, probably roles are, if the design culture is a bit more mature, uh, design roles are more specific, well-defined, uh, clear responsibilities and so on. So I think that, um, yeah, it, it's really, there's obviously no universal answer. It's very um, specific to the market, to the company and uh, so on. But um, for a long time, I felt like all the UX designers I know are changing their titles to product designers. And so that's why I felt like, okay, so product design is probably the new way UX designers choose to call themselves. I didn't really understand why that was happening. I thought it was just a industry trend, a career trend. But uh, yeah, so I I didn't really uh, in the beginning I didn't really give it much thought because I just assumed that it, it's like a better way of calling ourselves, a more encompassing definition for what UX designers do. But in essence, it's pretty much UX design. But then after a while, since it became a very widespread phenomenon, I started reflecting on it, and I realized that probably product designers do have a new component added to their role um, in, in addition to what a UX designer will do. So I think that UX designers focus more on, is this product working? 
um, usability, making it understandable for the user and so on. While the product designer will also look at how, to comp how the product, um, I don't know, uh, works on the market, works with the company's objectives, business goals. So they, they probably have this extra layer of product strategy that UX designers don't necessarily or traditionally have. Although I've seen a lot of UX designers that also have this component to their personality, to their set of skills, they're able to put uh, things into perspective, into the company's perspective, into the market perspective. But yeah, I think product designer has this uh, strategy uh, layer that that's an addition to what the UX designer was doing up to this point. Um, I'm curious to hear, I, I have a lot of more things to say about <laughs> it, but maybe we'll touch them on uh, um, the next questions or parts of the conversation. So I'm curious to hear what you think is the difference. Yeah, or... it's interesting. It's definitely an, in an interesting topic. It was cool to hear your uh, perception of it. I think I have a little bit different perception. Again, in a nutshell, it's the same. In an essence, it's the same. We designers care about users. We kind of advocate for the users. We understand the company needs, the strategy of the business. We uh, work in, in, in conjunction with different stakeholders and stuff like this. However, there are nuances. And I think it already comes back to your personal experience, right? Or maybe the companies you were working with or into, like um, collaborating with in some way. And that would be back to what was your experience and what title you would be given at that point. Uh, for me, for example, my perception, and again, again, it's super subjective, and I don't think it's correct or incorrect. It's just what I have experienced. And I'm pretty sure people experience different things every time. Um, so my experience was that UX designer was because it's like this UX, very abstract, very user research oriented, and, and, uh, and something very holistic, whatever we call it. We, we love, you know, to throw out the terms and, and different new um, nice words that that makes people feel stupid. But the point is, UX designer for me always felt like a person who has this more of a research and actually strategy component, at least in my experience, whereas the product designer would be the person that is much more integrated into the team and, uh, for example, works in a three-in-a-box kind of setting that works with developers almost hand-in-hand, -hand, participates in the stand-ups, helping developers to move forward, maybe unblock them from some um, issues that might pop up in the development process. And so my personal understanding and, and experience was that UX designer is this person who doesn't necessarily have to go on the de de developer stand-ups and just try to come up with the solutions for some uh, development issues, but more of, of the person who has like a, this holistic understanding of the product, the vision, the strategy, the research, the business needs, et cetera, et cetera, and come up with some sort of um, I guess even like a roadmap for the product and something more, again, strategic. But that's my experience. Um, and I, I think it also could be coming back because to the point when I was a freelancer and as a freelancer, you don't necessarily are integrated in the team, right? You, as a freelancer, you don't necessarily talk to the team. Um, you don't do the three in a box kind of meetings. You don't go to the stand-ups uh, with developers. What you do is you do your job, you present it to the, to all the stakeholders. They pick it up from there and they go ahead and, and do it or solve it or build it. And so for me, that somehow was um, tied tight 
to the freelancing role I had for most of my career. Um, but I think that I um, I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah, I just want to make an important point here. I think that uh, what you described for me pretty much sounds like the product manager role. So this is what adds to my confusion because product managers uh, are the ones who, yeah, pretty much are the owner of the feature functionality <laughs> yeah. of particular products. So they have to keep everything uh, to deliver everything end to end and work with designers on one hand, on the other hand, work with developers, work with the business stakeholders and so on. So, yeah, yeah I, this this adds to my confusion, I think, because I've always worked with product managers who were, do, were doing just what you described. And I think maybe the I don't know maybe product designer also encompasses um, product management um, responsibilities that were traditionally deemed as uh, the product manager's responsibility. But also product managers don't necessarily get their heads dirty with design. I mean they may be involved in research. They may have a very close relationship with the UX designer and able to and and enable them to uh, come up with the best solution. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know. It's just so we, maybe we should <laughs> have the there. product yeah. manager versus product designer versus UX designer. Moreover, <laughs> in my previous company, or actually in this company, I think we also have this role. And I was also confused because all that definition, the, the differentiation was just too, super new to me. I'm new to corporate world in general. And so we also have this role product owner. So when you have a product manager, project manager, product owner, what else there out there i'm pretty sure there is ah there is also business analyst and all of that and um yeah like how do <laughs> like for me as a ux designer freelancer i was actually doing all the all those roles i was wearing all of those hats i would pro manage the project manage the product do other analysis for the product so being kind of a business analyst or some sort not necessarily like in a professional way but in the freelancing way <laughs> hacky way um but also you know the project design the advocating the finding solutions and stuff like this the interesting insight from our conversation is that maybe it's not just the design industry that is pretty confused but also the whole it industry that might be confused also what i've heard from from my colleagues business analysts they also say like oh you know we sometimes also don't understand this papo BM, BA, what else? Like we also have confusion in terms of what do we do? What are the responsibilities there? So it just feels like a trend on the IT market in general, not necessarily just design related. Um, and yeah, it's because it's a new industry. The IT is, is around for like how long? 20, 30 years. And only the last 10 years it expanded or accelerated so, so quickly, so fast that it just didn't get a chance to adjust and really regulate all those new things, new terms, new notions and roles. Um, so I guess it's something that we could have expected. All right. So I guess the bottom line from this particular topic or you know, difference between uh, UX design and product design that we like, I think we, let's agree to, on the fact that it's kind of the same. Maybe right now we have a feeling that um, product design is sort of like a new UX design, but it, it might be having the specific differences depending on the company you're working on, especially if you're working in a more UX mature company. Um, it will be better defined there and maybe your role will be more regulated, um, described, I guess, even on the contract level. Um, but it all really comes down to where you work, what's the market there, what's the company maturity level and how is it written, uh, particularly in the relation to your company. It's interesting because um, I think that uh, probably Facebook is one of the companies that 
deeply popularized mm. the product designer role. And I think that from their definition, uh, the product designer, just as a bottom line to our first question, the product designer is a combination between a visual design, interaction design, and product strategy. So it's like the product designer needs to be able to deliver end-to-end, -end, so deliver on a visual level, of course, on an interaction level, because that's where UX design pretty much sits. And then on a, also on a product strategy, make sure that the product and functionality makes sense in the broader scope of the company and the market. And so, yeah, if we were to go to the culprits of, uh, of, of this uh, new title that's so popular, probably Facebook would be them. And uh, this is what, what they define the role. Yeah, that's yeah. a great add-on. I think it definitely helps to sort a little bit of the history mess <laughs> that happened. Um, okay, let's then try to discuss a little bit more of the terms in this episode. So I also wanted to hear your opinion on all those other terms that circulate around and would also be, you know, different depending on where you apply and how do you, um, what are you supposed to do in the company you're working, you were supposed to work at. So what about those other terms such as, or differences between between um, UX designer, UX researcher, UI designer, customer experience designer, interaction designer, webmaster, web designer, marketing designer. What, what, what is this all mess? <laughs> Where is it coming from? What's, is it the same thing? Is there a differences? <laughs> Let's discuss all those terms and, and mess on the market. Um, anything you want to pick up and start from <laughs> in particular? <laughs> I, I think I want to start with what's causing this. I think that we all know, uh, we, we're all experiencing the symptoms or the uh, consequences of all this mess, because I think we're, we're pretty much confused all the time as to what a, a particular job posting, job description entails, and what, what will I be doing? Should I apply to this role? Is it right for me? Am I that? <laughs> Am I a UX researcher? Or uh, how, do, how, would I, how would my set of skills be framed with this company. So I think that we're all dealing with the consequences of this mess, but I'm, I'm also really interested in understanding what's causing this mess. And I think that um, an element that sits at the foundation of the problem is uh, the fact that companies, just like you said, the IT industry is not yet mature. It hasn't been long, around for so long as, I don't know, medicine or law or uh, any other architecture or other, um, older professions. So I think that it's because this, this causes the entire industry to, to uh, not uh, enter this level of maturity where things are clear and defined and in place and so on. But yeah, the problem is that companies don't understand what they need or many companies don't really understand what they're looking for. I think it's not the case for design mature companies where things are very clear. So we know we need a UX writer, we need him to do this, this, and that. Uh, we have a very clear segmentation of roles and responsibilities throughout our design team, and that's great. And that's a company that I think all design, any designer should work in for, uh, um, for some time in their career to understand how mature the teams work and how distinct roles collaborate together in a design team. But that's the case for just a couple of companies, big companies. Most companies uh are just uh not really clear as to what they need from a designer so they don't really understand what their need is and i think this is where our responsibility comes in because we need to help them 
even in an interview. So we apply for a job, but we want to treat it like a design problem and understand if uh, they're asking the right questions, they, they, we, we, they understand their needs for what they are and not for the, what they seem to be. And so, yeah, I think that this is, this is what's, what's partly uh, a cause for the problem is the fact that companies don't know what they need and they just recircle, reuse these titles that they see thrown around in other companies. And so, yeah, it, it keeps on adding to the mess. So, yeah, this is an interesting part. How, uh, what's causing this? Um, but then we can also go and discuss uh, all the different types of roles, all the titles out there, which I, I'm, I don't know how to <laughs> make. Um, where to start from? <laughs> yeah, where to start from? So, yeah, I'm gonna hand it over to you now. Okay. I'm curious to hear uh, what, what part of the problem makes you more interested. <laughs> okay, so you have perfectly covered the first part so what do we think causes the mess on the market i agree with you on that note uh, i would probably just want to make all those terms i actually wrote them down in front of me right now in the notes i'll just go and read them out and try to explain what i think about all of them and if you want you can also uh share your perspective if you don't think that some some of those roles or those titles make sense for you um so basically i think i would probably start by saying that originally and at least in the beginning of my career and it was around 10 years ago um it was most of the times on the market i would hear the term web designer or something like that something web normally so i think that the first decade of millennial uh, was really all about web design. There was this, in 1999, there was this um, dot-com bubble, right? Then there was a lot of new websites coming up and and many, I guess the first real designers were or like raised and then became, the first real UX designers kind of started being active in exactly 20 years ago. And back then it was all about web design. So because we had this new world of browsers and new website pages, and I think even some people were, for example, I were, when I was at school, we actually did um, like first websites that were built very simply like with HTML and CSS. So that was just a very new world and everything there was all about the web, right? So I think like the normal title was web designer except of the normal Nelson group and some people, really specific niche people were thinking about usability and nuances and, and you know, um, use of, of the websites and stuff like this. But back then, I think most of the times normal designer would work on just the layout, the colors, the typography. It would be just a designer that would build a website that looks good and has the content on it, right? Then somehow, I think slowly, slowly, slowly towards 2010-ish, I don't know, I'm sorry, I didn't do the proper research, I didn't do the whole timeline, but it's just my perception. So at around 2010-ish, then we started seeing a little bit more talks about um, UX. I think that's when the UX term started being more popular. I don't know what caused it and who introduced this term that it became so big, but I think that back then it was about um, usability. So how usable is this website? If I go there, if I find information I'm looking for, um, if layout is clear, if legibility is there and all of those sort of ease of use um, aspects of the 
yeah, of the web design, let's say. And then it started expanding more and then let's say new parts of the um, new roles or new responsibilities were introduced because there was a race of understanding that, okay, the life is really changing. Um, you know, web, web pages are not just computer anymore, but also mobile. And, you know, with the iPhone, I think introduction, we started talking about, you know, new trends that people becoming, people are using internet more and more and more and more. And if you look into how much time I spent on the phone right now in 2021, it's insane. I think half of the day was spent um, using the phone. So I think like around 10-ish years ago, people started understanding the whole um, importance of this new world with mobile apps in the app store, with more and more web and mobile internet and stuff like that. People started understanding that this is a new future, new reality and new trends. And everybody started becoming the UX designer. And I think around that same time, I also became uh, curious about the, the title UX design and just turned my head around it and, you know, started transitioning towards that. Um, but right after that, I think this whole last decade uh, from 2000, let's say 12, I don't know exactly. I'm talking subjective here, but I think around uh, 2012-ish or something, the UX design became really strong, but then there were still titles like interaction designer, information architecture, the first wave of new terms. And right after that, I think five years ago, 2015-ish or so, we started seeing more and more and more and more craziness going on in the market. So we started having all those customer experience, service designer, user researcher, user writer, UX writer, and um, what else, marketing designer and stuff like this. So this is something new and it's still not super regulated or explained or not even, I think there are a lot of people who don't even know how they would call themselves because their role in the company would be specific or niche that would encompass different roles in different um, departments even. And that made some people who were confused as to what are their roles inventing new roles. For example, this marketing designer, um, it's, it's something, it's like the person who is responsible for marketing materials, including web design, including web pages and materials online that people could find about some company. So it's all about marketing side, but also it includes the usability and graphic design and, and still thinking about web and legibility and stuff. And, it, and so I think the today the current state of 2021 is the fact it, it, it is so messy just because um, we because again the market is growing like never before and and many roles in, in some different companies would be different and there would be niche roles niche responsibilities wearing different hats and that would make some people want to have specific names because it's not necessarily UX, not necessarily UX research, not necessarily UI, right? They would be specific to their role and more of those companies would come up and just like, you know, like mushrooms, those different companies grow, roles change, change their shapes that causes people trying out new terms and new titles. Um, and that's where we are right now. So if you're just getting started with design, please don't get confused. Just accept the fact that uh, it's, a, it's a very new um, industry that many people are still figuring out. What are the titles? What are the most common titles? What are the niche titles? What are the specifics? What are the even certifications to you know become a marketing designer, become a UX designer? How do I get there, right? It's a mess. Um, but it's, I'm happy that we're having this conversation that maybe it would shed some light on why this mess is happening. Um, at least I hope so. <laughs> yeah, we totally, uh, I, I'm hoping we're not contributing to the mess because for <laughs> us, it feels mess, uh, messy as well. 
But um, yeah, I think that these conversations need to have uh, to happen more and more because otherwise we we won't be able to just like you like to say regulate or uh, yeah pretty much clarify what these titles stand for, what they mean, what do I what what do I need, who do I need to hire, or what title do I need to hire for when I have this specific set of needs in my company? And so conversations like this need to happen. Otherwise, people will just uh, independently in isolation create new titles or new job descriptions that won't make any sense, and so the problem will only grow. And so this conversation is really important as much as we can contribute to to the clarification. And um, yeah, I think that another part that we could, uh, we as an industry, this time I'm talking, uh, we could maybe discuss more or bring more clarification as to what types of deliverables or activities stand for each role. So for example, if you are a UX designer, then you will be working with customer journey maps. If you are a UX researcher, then you will be spending more time in the discovery phase of the design process and you will be doing interviews and um, research guides and uh, surveys and uh, moderate, or maybe you will do, be doing usability testing. But yeah, what I'm, what I'm saying is that uh, we probably should be talking more concretely as an industry as to what each role entails in terms of where, where it spends time on what types of problems or needs it's gonna uh, solve, what value it brings, and ultimately what deliverables will come out. So I think that this is what's also mm -hmm. uh, contributing to the, to the mess or the, or the lack of clarity that we have right now. The fact that I don't see even job descriptions, they're often pretty broad or um, yeah, very, I, I don't know, maybe overly detailed or too little detail to them. So it's really hard to understand what you actually, because probably, yeah, it all comes down to the fact that companies don't understand what they need. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's a chicken and egg type of problem. <laughs> true, true. So. I, I, I actually think that what we are discussing today in a nutshell, it's not even like how do we understand different roles, but it's really all about, and we are getting to this, I guess, bottom line of this conversation. The industry needs to start being somehow regulated. I don't know who's going to take ownership. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what are the steps. I have no clue, but I'm just saying that as we're ha having more of those conversations, and I think we have a few episodes about it already about, you know, the education and the certification and your skill set and stuff like this. And now we're talking about the titles and it still comes back to the topic and, and, the, and the fact that industry is not regulated and that causes all this mess. And also I remember that um, I've participated in the autumn, um, in the autumn courses of NNG. Basically they have, they run those uh, seasonal courses um, and NNG is this very famous, uh, let's call it organization that was one of the first ones who started talking about UX and have a lot of little studies around it. So the Nielsen, he was talking, his introduction talk was actually called UX titles and why we don't want and don't need to create more titles. And he basically, you know, there was a lot of like, there was thousands of people participating, everybody was listening to him. And he was just, you know, as an intro topic, not, it was not just hello, how are you guys doing? But it was really the topic, the intro topic was about titles. So I guess we are on the same page with Nelson. <laughs> Anyways, so let's probably try to get into wrap up of this episode. But I also want to ask really quick question before we jump into our traditional um, 
takeaways section. So I wanted to ask, is there any specific title that you have seen somewhere in job titles? I remember you mentioned that um, in the last months, you've got a lot of recruiters, recruiters reaching you out and asking that they're looking for designers. So I wonder if somehow you have seen an interesting title that you've never seen it before. And is there any new ridiculous thing that you might have seen online and um, want to share with us? I think it's a super fun and interesting question and it could become very powerful to illustrating the mess we're in. But unfortunately, yeah, at least uh, on my part, the uh, recruiters I spoke with uh, kind of got their, uh, kind of had a clear understanding of uh, so enough experience or uh, um, enough of a good understanding of the market to have clear expectations or uh, job description. So uh, it's not the case from my personal experience. And also, I know that I, 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 I had this, somebody asked me, I think it was in a Clubhouse conversation recently, the question about crazy design titles. And uh, I thought, wow, this is such a great question, but I don't have an answer to it because I don't remember. I mean, probably there were instances where I thought I raised an eyebrow or I thought, okay, this title kind of sounds sketchy uh, and they're probably, it's probably not what it's called. But uh, I don't have anything outrageous, except for recommending people to go and have fun on designtitles.com, which is a site that uh, yeah generates crazy design titles. Like, yeah, let me just do it right now because <laughs> it's, it's something I just so Yeah, mixed reality alchemist is one or brainstormer for absurd branding and qualitative imperfection. So I think that, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a joke site. It's a funny, um, humorous site, but at the same time, it kind of uh, puts light, sheds light on the problem the industry has. So, but yeah, I personally don't remember anything outrageous to share right now. Do you have anything? That's great that you didn't remember it. At least we have a hope. <laughs> um, I think the craziest, um, yeah, I think the craziest title I've, I've seen, and again, just remember that I was working as the freelancer working with startups a lot so the typical crazy title I would see was UX ninja or UX unicorn or UX all those magical creatures that basically say that you will do everything <laughs> if you go and work with us in our startup you'll be our slave <laughs> and you'll do everything so that's what it what kind of vibe it gave me when I saw those titles but I think it was around 2000 15-ish or 16-ish when I was actively doing the freelance work for startups. And um, and that was, um, yeah, some strange title that I've, I've kept seeing a lot. Luckily, I don't see those titles anymore, happily. <laughs> By the way, great resource. It's really cool and fun. So if you want to have fun with design titles, go ahead and check out the designtitle.com. We'll also leave this link in the notes um, under, yeah, under this episode. So have fun there. But I think we can just start slowly wrapping it up. And, um, and yeah, let's try to share our top three takeaways for today. Do you want to start? Yeah, I think the most important part is that um, the most important takeaway is that um, we shouldn't contribute to the mess, is that we should, we have a responsibility as designers as to not necessarily educate because we don't want to be superior to the employers or the companies, but to help them understand what their needs are, what, the, what, they, what their problems they're facing from a design standpoint are, what type of person they need in their company. So maybe when we apply for a job, also treat it like a design problem and try to help those people understand whether they're looking with the right criteria for the person they need, or maybe they should adjust their responsibility, their job description, their expect, their 
their expectancies and so on. Um, expectations, yeah. Uh, so this is one thing that we have a responsibility ourselves. I think it's the most powerful takeaway for me. The second thing that I think is powerful is the fact that um, a product designer is actually encompassing more than UX designer, which means that the design role is evolving towards having more meaning, more responsibility, and ultimately more power, which I think is great for any company in the world to have design uh, be more powerful, better represented in the company. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that the, the, the evolving from web designer to UX designer and now to product designer is a sign that design is actually winning. It's, it's getting more appreciation. It's getting uh, more responsibilities, uh, a broader scope, which is a good sign, I think. So, yeah, um, this is the number two takeaway. And the third takeaway would be that... Um, if you want to be a product designer, then you have to be able to master, uh, to be a design generalist, uh, if you want, and master pretty much uh, all parts of the design process end to end. So be able to uh, understand business objectives, company goals, understand the technical limitations, and also be a good designer in terms of what the design process entails. So running the discovery, uh, being able to explore, diverge on different solutions and then pick the best solution based on the context and then also uh, be there for the execution part. So a product designer pretty much has to do everything, which uh, is, on one hand is a huge responsibility, but on the other hand, it, it's great because it can bring more value to creating products. So... This is me. I'm done, and I'm gonna hand over the mic to you. <laughs> this like is a clubhouse. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> okay, <laughs> clubhouse. Yeah, clubhouse has <laughs> ruined <Yes>. my <laughs> reflexes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I still can't. I, I'm now not active on clubhouse. I think I'll go there on just only for those um, roundtables we have on Wednesdays. So I'm not like so when people are so. Um, let's say professionally say like this is me I'm done speaking thank you hello thank like thank you for, for the introduction and blah 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 I'm like oh how do I do this they are so well spoken I need to learn how to do this so I feel like I'm, I'm still catching it up um, but yeah anyways so coming back to the top three takeaways I think I would just build up on what you just said in terms of being a generalist and give a small disclaimer and at least maybe it's my perspective or my opinion so um take it with a grain of salt but I think like it's correct that you need to start as a generalist you do need to understand all those different parts and puzzles and process and you know being this person that sits in different departments and collaborate because you know ultimately designer UX designer is the very inter um, interconnected like role but I would say still that once you feel like confident being UX designer or product designer, depending, you know, what the title in your company is. But um, once you feel confident, I think it's still important to start building specific specialities and really just try to observe what interests you most and where do you feel like you could be most valuable, where you can you think you could be, I guess, bringing more, most value, your natural skills, your maybe talents, where you notice you are more excited and maybe try to develop extra specialties there so people could naturally reach out to you if they need somebody who have a better take on on specific topic. For example, in our companies, even though we have a lot of designers, um, 
relatively, of course, but uh, we have a lot of designers, but we do still have like this kind of map of specialities or passions that everybody has. And if let's say we want somebody who is more excited about UX writing, we know who to reach out or somebody who is more interested in quantitative you know, studies, we know who to reach out to. So it's still very helpful for more UX mature companies to have somebody who have at least interest in some specialities, but you, you do need to wear all those different hats. Um, and specialty is it's once you reach, let's say, middle level, you can start building up on top of that. That's just my small disclaimer. Um, in terms of the, the, the takeaways of today conversation, um, I would say that <laughs> I like the idea, but I don't know if, if, if it's legit to speak it or to claim it. Um, I wouldn't say it's claim, but I think I like the when we somehow between the lines said that PED is the product design is the new UX of some sort. And and like you said, um, historically, it was somehow brought up by, by Facebook um, when they were hiring crazily a lot of product designers, not UX designers. Don't look necessarily on the title. Is it PD? Is it UX? Look at the, what is written in the description, what you will be working on what would be your uh, responsibilities what would be the scope on which you'll be working on and the title applies to it could be different and maybe um so yeah focus on the responsibilities but the role or the or the title of it it doesn't really matter um and maybe you just uh, as a life hack go for the the title that pays more <laughs> and um in a particular in your market and i think that was also an advice given by maureen um on that round table i really i really loved it so if it's called pd ux is it the same thing if, if the you know responsibilities are the same maybe just pick the role that uh, sounds like it, it's better paid and that's it and go for it <laughs> the role the title is not so important but what is important is what you will be doing on a day-to-day -day job basis another takeaway from today and again it's something that was kind of encompassing this whole conversation is that UX is not regulated. And so your role, the title, the, the label of it will really depend on your demographic and your company maturity level. So don't look at the roles like, you know, there is regulated standards and you just have to pick one and go for it. Um, it's, it's really nuanced and depends and like everything in design, it depends. So be careful with the roles and don't think that, um, you know, you can find one role and it will, one title and it will mean something. Uh, it's your job to go ahead and read more about it and ask all those questions in the interview, like Ioana said, um, in the interview, asking the questions like, what kind of roles do you have? Who is responsible for what? What will be my responsibility scope and stuff like this? And maybe one great sign that the company is probably UX mature is when you ask them, what kind of design roles do you have? And they would say that we probably have research, we have UX writers. If you hear those roles or titles, probably it could be a good sign. Uh, again, they could confuse the titles, still a case, but it could be a good sign that company knows what they're doing and they know that you know UX writer is the thing and um, UX research is the thing. And you as a product designer, for example, would be responsible for these responsibilities somehow in between. Uh, so try to ask all those questions in the interviews when you're trying to apply. So you don't end up in a situation when you are hired as the UX designer, but you somehow need to code and, uh, and I don't know, do all other type of things, branding. So yeah, be careful with that. Um, you probably want to look for the company that knows what is UX design and what are the basic responsibilities of the UX designer. 
Uh, and yeah, just like you said, the last takeaway, and I think I'll just add to this, that we do need to start thinking, have more conversations on regulating UX industry or in general, the IT industry, if it, if it's, if it actually needs to be a, um, a part of the bigger conversation. We do need to start thinking about not just titles, but certification, but skill sets, but um, responsibilities um, and, and stuff like this, because if we keep evolving with the same pace we had so far, um, in five years from now, all the new people who are interested in turning into design, uh, I think they will be just scared from the first moment and they would never get into because it's going to be a pure mess. Um, I hope that's not going to happen. I hope that since we start having these conversations more right now, and if Nelson is talking about uh, these topics in the beginning of the conference, um, in the energy courses, I think that's a good sign. So probably, probably we are moving in the right direction. And it was unavoidable. But let's see how it all turns out. And uh, probably if we keep doing those episodes, Joanna, in, in uh, one year or two, we will see a little change in the market, which I would be hoping for. <laughs> and that's it from my side. <laughs> Done speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Great points, as always. Um, yeah, I think this was it for today. Of course, the conversation is really broad and complex and it has a lot of uh, nuances and a lot of points that we didn't get the chance to make, but it remains an open topic and maybe we tackle it again at some point in the future. Uh, but yeah, I think it's great that we had this conversation, uh, maybe bring the value we can bring to, the, to this uh, topic table. And uh, thank you so much for another awesome episode. Thank you to everybody who's listening and uh, check out our other episodes. And I'm going to let you uh, give the social media <laughs> <laughs> promo moment. Traditionally, you can always find us online in social media, particularly on Instagram as Honest UX Talks. Feel free to DM us, ask us your questions, submit your topics. If you're currently experiencing something, if you're confused about something, feel free to just to drop us a message. We'll definitely try to cover it in the nearest episodes. And that's it for today. Thank you so much again. And yeah, see you on the next episodes. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.